With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. On SEN Tassie Breakfast, questions without notice. Well, questions without answers, as Tim Payne likes answers. to refer to it, which would be a boring segment where we ask questions well, and don't answer them. Well, you don't. That's <laughs> where it came from. You don't give the answer. It's like when I asked that time. Remember I asked him that time if he'd give... Um, what would be the next expansion team in Tassie? And you rolled off about 12 spots. Yeah. That's not an answer. You just want one. I want one. I gave I you an answer. Direct. I just didn't do it, do it with one answer. One answer. I gave you a few, yeah. All right. Um, well, I'll start with you today, Tim. Who's your choice for Australia's new, new T20 captain? Would you also make them the ODI captain over Pat Cummins? No, Pat Cummins is the captain. Uh, the T20 captain. Who did they go with last time? Well, it was Finchie, wasn't it? Yeah, but he's... I wonder when he's rested. Come on, I reckon Pat did as well, didn't he? Hmm. Pat Wadey? was the, did Wadey at do the it? World Cup. But if he's not playing, or if you save someone like he gets rested to go to South Africa, I think... Welcome back to Questions Without Answers. Here we are. Well, I actually think they went Josh <laughs> Hazelwood as well at one stage. Did he? When Pat was rested. That might have been a one-day game. But I think, yeah, you've got to be looking towards the next captain. So if he's going to get picked and you need a white ball captain, I think it's Travis Head Yeah, would be my choice. I was going to suggest him as well. You're hit. But you didn't. No, well, you didn't ask me. Gold Coast CEO Mark Evans has just flown to Italy to give Damien Hardwick what we believe is a five-year deal. Godfather offer. He has. Now, my question is, did Hutchie and SEN do something similar with you? Oh, come on, Tim. <laughs> did he come Kill. down to see you? <laughs> Got the sound effects happening this morning. <laughs> um, no, that's not right at all, Tim. He no. didn't come down? Hey, he didn't, he didn't come, fly down, no. face-to-face? No, okay. definitely not. You? you? Five-year deal, what was the... You? No, no I went and Don't saw him, deflect actually. from your deal, my friend. <laughs> Don't deflect from you. Um, Tim... We've seen basketball interest and participation explode in Tasmania since the Jack Jumpers arrived. Which sport could you see experiencing similar growth if given the right investment here in Tasmania? Footy is probably the oh. logical answer. <laughs> well, it has, but it, AFL football, correct me if I'm wrong, but the participation has actually dipped in Tasmania. And you're looking at clubs, we've been talking about it, Claremont. New Norfolk, yep. big clubs traditionally in Tasmania who are, who are on the slide a little bit. So I think the AFL team coming in, the extra investment we're going to get, hopefully we see it take off in the other direction again. So no fair? doubt it will. Yeah, no, fair enough. Well, what sport do you think would... I mean, most sports, given the right That's investment, right. will flourish or at least improve. Yep. I mean, where, what's the sport? Maybe a better question, Brent, I'll come back to is what sport needs 
the investment to flourish. Well, basketball does because you can't have players playing on on the weekend no, at the moment. But they it's need more facilities. Yeah, on the up pickleball. What's pickleball? <laughs> you don't know what pickleball is. No, I've never played pickleball. Pickleball is on the rise, my friend. What is it? It's like mini tennis sort of thing. Not like r- real tennis or whatever it is. No, no, no. Or do you just smack no. it off the walls? No, not like that. Okay. It's a good game, pickleball. What's so the you're game going with the day. sport that needs it the most? No, that was just off the top of my head. Right. Well, what sport needs it the <sighs> most? Investment. Maybe hockey does it pretty tough. For the amount of good players we produce in hockey, I think they yep. could be funded better. They've yeah, got well, a good facility out there. but it, Well, it is a great facility, but I've always found this weird with hockey that no one's got a home ground. No, they don't. They don't at all. So is that an investment thing or is that by design and is that what happens in every state? You probably wouldn't be able to afford to have lots of hockey pitches around around home. Why not? Well, I think that costs a bit to maintain. Well, they're not even mowing the grass. No, I know, but... Once it's in, it's in, surely. Yeah, wear and tear though, I suppose. I don't know. Wouldn't it? I mean, it costs obviously money to make the fields, but then you've got bars and you can have functions at your club. Like, how does yeah. that all work now? Does that yeah, all just go sure. to the Taz Hockey Association? Or good point. You know, you got every club playing at the same place. I would want a home ground advantage. Same with your training. Like those two courts out there must get an absolute hammering. When you think how many clubs, different grades, juniors, hockey courts. I want a bit more <laughs> Pitches, investment for hockey. Jim? Hockey court. How are you going? <laughs> well, better than I was last night. Uh, anything else from you? Mm-hmm. It's your, your turn. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're travelling beautifully. Oh, I know, I like this one here. So I was going to ask this last week. Who is the best Tasmanian playing in the AFL right now? The best player? Ooh. Male or female. I'll tell you, you who go. I'm liking the work of, and I'm not, not sure he's our best player at the moment, but John Well, Menzies, that was the question. John I want Men- you to go okay. back to the question I asked. See, this is the problem okay. with questions without answers. Liam Jones. Who is the best Liam player? Jones. Liam Jones. Yep. At the moment. Well, I got a text in last week too, remember, when I said about, oh, I was surprised that Liam Jones was a North Hobart product. Yeah, it was his were. dad yes. who played for Devonport. Correct. Yes. No, Liam Jones off. for me, but I'm li- liking the work of John Menzies and what he's been able to do. Being drafted. Jack Greylock's not a bad player. He's a good player. Yeah. He's he been said right. right now, though. Yeah. I'm just answering your question. Good. No denying Jack's got the best resume out of all the Tasmanian players at the moment. Uh, Tim, with this summer likely being David Warner's last in Test cricket, who would you pick as the next opener to wow. partner Usman Kawaja? Well, I think we're, we're at lucky because we get a, a start of the Shield season. So I think who's sitting in 1A right now is Marcus Harris. Mm-hmm. And rightly so. He's scored a lot of runs over the years to get in that position. Well, I used to say this to people all the time when you're, when you're a wicketkeeper, when they, there's this always a pecking order of, oh, who's number one or who's number two, who's next in. You want to be next in when the spot's available. So Marcus Harris has been number two opener, ready to go, next man in for two years now. Yep. And the spot has not been open. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to start the Shield year well because if Matthew Renshaw gets 200s in the first Shield games, it could be him. If Cameron Bancroft scores runs in the Australia A series coming up and then starts the Shield season well, it could be him. There's two Tassie kids down here that could do it. But right now it's Marcus Harris, but no guarantee given that we've got three or four Shield games before that first test. 
That's very, very nicely summed up by you. The Kia Tassie Open Line. This is why we love our audience, Penny. A few texts coming in to let us oh, know. Maddie, Maddie Smith is the coach of New Norfolk, which I thought he was, he? but I thought he'd actually gone as well. So he's back. He's back. Oh well, he'll do. He'll get him up and going. And another one here. Boys had an excellent night at the Latrobe Footy Club on Saturday night with Trent Cochin and Jack Revolt. Big congrats to the club. Was terrific. Both legends of the modern game and were excellent with the fans and so approachable. A great question from the crowd was, who was the best teammate human being at the club in their time? Havan Marich and Kane Lambert were the answers. A great alternative to the old best player you play with or against. Jack was also such a passionate advocate for the Tassie team. Well done, Latrobe Footy Club. That's from Glossy in Lonnie. So thanks for your text, Glossy, on the Kia Tassie open line. 0437. Trent Cochin and Jack Rewald yeah. to the footy club for a chat. Absolutely. 04. I think you should see the look on Brent's face. He can't believe there's a function at a footy club that he didn't even see. Well, make a few calls. Well, probably because they have to pay news. those two, I reckon. <laughs> 0437 552 535 if you'd like to get to us. But now it's time for news, sport and weather.